Japan, uh, and it's traditionally it was usually performed by a single person, a single one drummer. That drummer usually was uh, male. Um, women were not encouraged to drum, and when traditionally, and that has definitely changed. When you see a North American group, which is where the practitioners are predominantly female, and so Daiko doesn't do a lot of solo drumming. What do you call it uh, when you have a a group of more than one drum. What Enso Daiko performs is uh, called Kumi Daiko or group drumming. We have a group of uh, 12 performers. One of the traditional pieces that we play is performed by three people. One person playing two drums, one person playing the bamboo flute or shinobue, and one person playing a handheld gong called a natarigane or a kane. What's an example from your repertoire of a traditional Taiko piece? We do perform the festival music of old Tokyo. It's actually the two pieces that would be um, that would be accompanied by a dance. Ryo Minadori is the two uh, the two mask dance. Okay, Jeff, we'll play a clip right now. speaking with Jeff Ellsworth of Enso Daiko, and it's a traditional Japanese form. It's not all old music. It's, it has a, a progressive edge, and you're part of that. Yes. Back in the Mu Daiko days, we would have specific projects or an actual specific performances called Taiko Lab, where everybody in the group was encouraged to compose a piece of, of music. A lot of our members continually um, compose music. My piece is actually an old Mudaiko piece, and which was composed roughly five years ago. That is one of the hallmarks of uh, North American Taiko, is that it's a little bit different from group drumming that's performed in Japan right now. What would be different in Taiko here in North America as compared to Japan? We use different instruments, maybe more Western percussion. We always strive for new sounds. What was the inspiration for your piece called Impermanent Wind? I had composed my piece and then of course I had to talk about it and I had to find a title for it and I uh, was really um, struggling to, for the title but then I thought the impermanence of wind and then I thought of um, people that blow into, uh, into your life and blow out again as quickly but they leave an indelible mark on your life and uh, I have one person that I met at the North American Taiko conference. She was a, an 80-year-old an uh, Taiko performer who had started playing when she was in her 60s. And uh, I would usually just meet her at, at the biannual conferences. And then she basically, she unfortunately passed away several years ago. And she's basically kind of the inspiration of the song. So it was sort of a tribute. Correct. Correct. 
It often happens in music that any kind of progress or new repertoire is inspired by a connection with uh, a great player, a great teacher, a great personality. And uh, one of your pieces, Daiichi, is reflects that sort of thing. That's true. Um, we met a solo taiko performer by the name of Yuichi Kimura um, through various connections. A former student of ours went, um, went back to Japan and to live and um, she started taking lessons from Kimura-san. And I'm not really sure how this came about, but he just decided that he was going to forge a connection with a group in North America and we were that group. And he has um, come to Minneapolis, St. Paul several times and uh, has performed with us. And he's actually toured, he toured um, the States two or three years ago. He's uh, given us two songs, Daichi being one of them. And uh, it represents the second to last major earthquake uh, that struck the area where he lives in Kobe, Japan. Enso Daiko performs at The Rog, the Roseville Central Park Amphitheater, Sunday, August 15th from 6 till 8 p.m. For information about Enso Daiko, including classes and additional performances coming up, the web address is taikoartsmidwest.org. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. (laughs) 